0: Twin sons on a Womp Rat's Tale. Welcome back to the Tumbling Saber podcast, everybody. I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. And I'm Carlos. Welcome back, one and all. Hope you had a great week. We're gl- glad to be back in your ear holes for another round of Star Wars chat. Um, I guess it's going to be a lighter episode. We'll see what kind of uh, BS we can spin. <laughs> but we're going to talk about uh, Bad Batch and then Corey's going to slam us with a Would You Rather. And, uh we're just going to jump right on into the podcast this week with uh, with some collecting updates. And I'm I'm going to go, I'm going to kick it off this week because I finally got something new which I'm happy cool. about. I got Black Series Jackson and Mall Apprentice Black Series figures. Those Legends ones that come in those big fat boxes um, which are, you know, come from the Legends line and the comic stuff from way back when which are really cool. And, uh, man, <laughs> uh, Jackson is just so all kinds of ugly, like the, the kind of ugly that just goes right around the dial to making it awesome. And um, yeah, but I'm really happy to have that figure. Maul also looks pretty cool. I'm less stoked about that one. I just got it because it's Maul and everybody loves Maul. Um, but the other thing I got was finally my Asajj Ventress Black Series figure, which I'm so happy about. She looks absolutely fantastic. And uh yeah, figure 07 from the Clone Wars line. And as I look over at the uh, the side the box side art, I get to add one more. She's snuggled in next to Cad Bane. So that little uh, tapestry, that little mosaic grows a little further. And uh yeah, that's that's uh that is the two additions to my collection this week. But uh, Carlos, what's going on with you? Have, uh how's your week been? What's up? Uh, my week's been good, man.
1: Uh, just uh, you know, status quo, working, uh, working a lot, and uh, I started uh, on Tuesday. I started um, really working my the pre production for my album. Um, dropped a couple of videos uh, on uh, on my Patreon, and uh, other than that, uh, it's been it's been quite calm. Uh, it just uh, gyms are reopening this week. Uh we're we're moving from a red zone to an orange zone so we're able to work out. Uh and I signed up. Uh so for all y'all who follow me and, and seen some of the pictures that I posted of um uh how I've been uh how I've been doing with my uh health uh kick. Well it's about to get into overdrive. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna go crazy. Uh well not crazy, but really gonna try to um uh do a real transformation now cuz everything i've done so far uh, other than using a bit of resistance bands uh to try to stay in a little bit of shape has been di- everything i've done all the results have come from diet and um yeah now it's now we're now we're we're kicking things into high gear so i'm i'm really uh, really excited about that uh, didn't do other than watching the bad batch uh didn't do much uh star Warsing. yeah same. Um, yeah and uh, you know keeping it uh look summer really kicked off this weekend and i spent a lot of time outside and it felt really nice so i did that uh a little bit yesterday and then again uh today we went out twice uh with the boys uh had had a really good time so uh yeah took the day off tomorrow so i'm not working and uh dropping my uh my son off at school and going straight to the gym and we're starting uh we're starting Hard.
0: Oh boy, don't throw at your back as you get to you know get oh, ready shut up into mouth. the studio. <laughs> dirty whore mouth. Put your back out or get a hernia. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Why would you put that shit in the universe? F- <laughs> I know you're already thinking about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, you it.
0: get to a certain point in your life and you haven't hit the weights in a while and you decide you're gonna go throw around some iron and then oh! James oh, no, no, there no. goes my shoulder oh no
1: oh no i'm not i'm not a bozo like that <laughs> like i'm I'm definitely uh i have a my workout plan already written out like the nerd I am and um I don't uh, pick up the heavy weights to start never 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 i I like to ease my way into it sometimes I'm a little too careful uh and you know you don't get the results right away but uh yeah I definitely don't want to hurt myself so
0: no because uh yeah it takes forever to get it back
1: (laughs) oh yeah and i i I need to work uh and i've been working a lot of overtime and i i i kind of need i need to work those overtime hours to to pay from my studio uh so uh that money's all going uh is all going um you know in a different account so it's uh yeah good times but uh yeah i definitely need to stay healthy
0: just just uh pound that turmeric <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> broccoli broccoli and turmeric Corey, what's up what's up man how has your week been have you been star warsing
3: yeah i mean like i've been uh, telling you guys you know my, my son is absolutely like head over heels about the clone wars so you know i had him this week for a bit and uh you know, we just, we've been banging that out, man. That and then watching our, our, our habitano, no Montreal Canensian, watching them too. He's pretty stoked about them being in the playoffs. So it's been fun. And like, it's nice to have the Habs in the playoffs this time of year. You know, summer, summer's really kicking off. Even though it's not really summer yet, like it was really hot this weekend. And other than that, just working hard like you guys, you know, like outside this weekend with the Fam Jam. Uh, she came over, gave us a hand. We're still working on the patio in the back. Pretty much complete. We were two two patio stones short of actually completing it, just because they were cracked when we received them. So, anyway, we'll finish that up next week. And that was like a three week project, so I'm glad to have that out of the way. It was quite the project, and yeah, other than that, just uh, collecting wise, keeping with this, uh, keeping with the comics, man. Like I got some toys too, but man, I got some cool comics, bro. I got uh, Batman 635, first appearance of Red Hood, like received, signed, sealed the the deal sealed it's in my hands uh, what else did I get I, I ordered uh, Simpsons comics and stories number one from like 1991 I don't know I just figured I want that comic and I also on top of that I got radioactive Man number one just because yeah I watched that episode of the Simpsons with, with my boy <laughs> where they get the comic radioactive Man one nice so I thought that was kind of cool and uh, yeah this is a big one man I pulled the trigger. Like I don't know what the heck happened here. This is in my heyday of comic collecting. Like the, you know, right at the end of it all, um, close Would, to the wouldn't end. That anyhow, not be the
0: heyday then? Wouldn't that be well, like the twilight?
3: Yeah, it was the twilight. Okay, kind of for for the most part. But I was still quite young, man. Like, I mean, it's hard to say. But anyhow, I remember buying these comics out. On vacation with our parents, Kyle, you and I, we went to a comic book shop up near, uh, it was somewhere up in Malone, I believe. And anyhow, like I started collecting uh, Maximum Carnage. And I had all 12 issues in that series. So that was the first appearance of Carnage, right? So anyway, my, my long box was at a girlfriend like, of mine for Amazing Spider-Man
0: 361, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. You didn't buy so that, I, did you?
0: I bought it. Oh, come on. Yeah, man. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I bought that comic. <laughs> oh, you ma- yeah, like, you bought a raw copy, right? Like, not it's but not, it's not uh, slapped. It's not graded. It's not slapped. No, Ooh. hell no. Oof, yeah, no.
3: That, no. But, uh, yeah, I still pulled the trigger. I mean, none of my stuff recently has been slabbed in the, from eBay, anyhow. Like, I'll take my chances. I'm cool with fine, very fine. You know what I mean? As long as it's not super dinged up, depending on the comic. Like, I bought that Moon Knight first appearance, which is... Real garbage, but it's still quite valuable, you know. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm really happy with that. Like, I, those are really some key comics, and love my keys. Gotta get my keys. <laughs> and other than that, I I haven't received it yet. Hopefully, I'll get it by next week. It was I got a an email from your boy Kyle, the toy snowman. And like, I've I've been blowing him up a bit in the past. Well, a few months ago, I had ordered quite a few things off him. And anyway, yeah, it's shipped, baby. I got Wave 39, which includes Ventress and the Bad Batch. As well as uh, uh, Wrestler Girl from the Mando. Gina Carano? No. Bo Katan Psychic there.
1: Oh, uh, S- Banks.
3: Yeah. So I got that whole wave coming inbound. I'm pretty stoked about that. And I hope Hunter, you know, I hope Hunter's more readily available because now that my son's all up in the Bad Batch, like, he's going to see that and be like, oh, where's mine? And yeah, I've seen him. I've been. Looking around on, I haven't checked on any legit site, but Amazon's already got it like super jacked, which is not cool. Ah, and, give that time, uh,
0: they're gonna be out soon, and those prices I would hope so. Will,
3: they'll just this sit is at more that price. It's it's a kids show, right? Like you can't deprive the kids of their toys in this regard. Like like again, my son was like, oh, "I need a Hunter, man, like he needs
0: it. I don't think kids and, are playing with Black Series, to be honest. I think these are for us. I don't know of any kids that play with Black Series unless dad has it. Or mom. Yeah. Whatever the case is. But I don't think children are playing... With, I don't think parents are buying, buying Black Series toys for their kids to play with.
3: Well, sadly, my son... I well, sadly. I'm happy for him. Whatever. He's got... Uh, I had two Cad Bane Black Series. He scooped one. And, God, he loves that toy.
0: Yeah, like, I... I well, if you're a Star Wars fan, and you got, you've got a kid, maybe you'll buy a black series figure for your kid, but like the random parent, I don't know that yeah, they're, they're gonna buying go up $30 beyond. action figures. Yeah. That just seems but, excessive. But anyway, go on, keep, yeah, keep other,
3: going. Other than that, I think I'm under the impression we had spoke this week, but I also received Jackson and Maul. Like, uh, you ordered that from a uh, toy store snowman for me. So you got them in duplicate, which is pretty awesome. I'd had a good look. I think I'm a little more stoked about Maul than you. Like, uh, Love me my mom man love that guy such a good character I'm pretty stoked about the that's a pretty big week all in all
0: good that's awesome yeah yeah you know overall Star Wars for me still pretty light still haven't uh still haven't watched a movie since 2020 like the end of 2020 somewhere around December ish which now, now it's just like a streak. Let's just see how long I can go without watching these beautiful films before it really just eats a hole in my heart and I cave in. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how long that goes. So this weekend, some I was doing some work outside. You know, like the, the idle thoughts that kind of drift into your brain. And I'm sure a lot of Star Wars fans have had this thought, but like, have you ever thought about what a failure, like an utter failure, the Death Star was, like both of them? and Starkiller? Oh, yeah like failures of projects like trillions of trillions of credits spent planning and building these stupid things over decades and <laughs> the first death star is is taken out before anyone really knows about it outside of the rebels and the empire right <laughs> and well the the people of alderon they they knew for a bit but like Death Star 2 is is done for before the rub, uh, the ribbon cutting ceremony. You know that that one didn't even get to blow up a planet. And then <laughs> Star Killer didn't even get to blow up a planet, man. Yeah, man, like come on. These these things are built for a reason and <laughs> they don't get to live it out. Like
3: don't you find their names so misleading too? <laughs> Death Stars. I don't get it.
2: No, nah, I
0: think it fits. Really? Yeah. But still, like, really? and then you have a, you have stupid Star Killer, and yes, that one did take out a system of planets, which you know that sucks. But terrible, terrible.
1: Like, I, I every time I hear about it, it's like I have to, I have to say how disgusting that scene was.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't understand how like they're able to like survival that planet's like sucking up that much amount like amount of energy you know like what did the radiation like kill them or if they weren't melted
0: <laughs> whatever let's not discuss the physics of star wars
3: or star
2: killer
0: or star killer let's just not <laughs> but like when you think about Go it
3: gravity in space man
0: like from the time each project if you add up all of the like the days that these pro these these vessels were like actively running, for you know, from from the point of their official unveiling, it probably totals to like four days total. Like Death Star was when it it's hard to say because there there never it really is a hey everybody look what we got kind of occasion, right? But it's like the thing announces itself by, you know, blowing up Jeddah. But then like the next day, the rebels destroy it. And then, you know, Death Star 2 doesn't even get to that point. The Rebels destroy it. And Starkiller, yeah, again, it takes out Hosnian and Prime. And that's sort of like the first that anybody knows of this thing. And the Resistance destroys it. Like, from that perspective, these projects are complete failures. And I just, you know, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was mowing my grass, and I'm just laughing.
4: Like it's so stupid.
0: <laughs> On a it's, galactic scale. Oh my god! The, like it's the dumbest because, like, Kylo a- should have Kylo should have said that to him in uh,
3: what do you call it? In Rise of Skywalker when Palpatine was talking to him, like, "You idiot! You orchestrated two massive failures." And
0: you should have went with the tie defenders, man.
1: Seriously, I love that thing.
0: (laughs) Well, they didn't. They went with Death Stars one after another, and uh, each one just blew up in their faces, literally, each time.
3: All that Kyber, man.
0: What a waste. What a shame. And, like, again, like, even if you count all those dead planets as, like, a high cost, it's nowhere near what the Empire and First Order initially planned for these things. Nowhere near. These things were supposed to patrol for you know, forever, for decades. And not to mention the stupid Final Fleet, or whatever it's called. Thousands of Star Destroyers with Death Star cannons strapped to them, they don't get out of the system. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't know why anybody's not laughing. <laughs> Aren't you amused? Jesus. Not really. God damn it. It's
3: sad.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs>
3: Oh, I think that kind of like spoke for itself, though. You know,
0: come on, you know it's true. Yeah, they're failures. Failures, complete failures. Okay, um, Bad Batch back for another episode this week. Decommissioned episode five. Corey, what'd you think, man? Broad strokes, no, no spoilers just yet. But uh, what were your grand thoughts on this one? Uh, all I can really say is that. You know,
3: the animation is absolutely amazing. Like that opening scene, that cityscape. Oh, so good, man. Just seeing that was, wow, like top notch. That really like knocked my socks off, to be honest. I just want, if you haven't seen it yet or you want to rewatch that episode, just take note of that, man. Like I was just like, wow, that's beautiful. Other than that, just really fun episode. Like, uh, again, just. There's nothing huge. Well, there were some huge takeaways, but all in all, just a fun action episode. It had some some tense moments and uh, so again some some Mad Mando Mando vibes, but uh, it was fun. All in all, like good. We still got quite a few episodes left, so I just want to point that out. You know, we mm-hmm. they haven't really sunk their teeth super into the storyline as to where we're going here. We're still getting situated with the characters and I like the fact that they're chilling in Ord Mandel. Like, I'm, I'm liking this place and I'm loving, the c- I'm loving the cities of Star Wars with the signs and stuff like that. Like, there's something about that ever since Attack of the Clones that has really uh, spoken to me.
0: Well, that's great. That's, that's great. <laughs> 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 oh, we're clicking on all cylinders this week. Oh, my God. Are we still watching the hockey game over here or what? What? <laughs> what?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no. Well,
0: now this, I mean, yeah, I mean, this to me was, this is easily my favorite episode since opening week, for sure. It was, really? Yeah, I love it. I thought it was just so much fun. I had, I had a smile ear to ear the whole time in this one. And it was the shortest, which I know I've been kind of complaining about. Um, and I think every episode has been shorter than the one that preceded it. But uh, I was more or less good after this one. Like I I felt like I got my action. I got a bit of intrigue. There was a little bit of progression in the overall story. And I, I got some laughs. There were some good laughs in this one, I thought. And hey, I was happy to just sort of let it wash over me and enjoy it for whatever it was. 21, 22 minutes of Star Wars fun. Uh, Carlos, what did you think overall? <sighs> overall,
1: I think the animation is fantastic. It's really, really good. Um, Not happy with where the story is going. Uh, Not that where the story is going. Sorry, let me rephrase. I'm not happy how they're threading things in. It, It feels like and it's like the third week in a row now that I'm like, we had to go back to a place we already know. We had to meet characters that we already know. I I I and I said I wouldn't complain about it this like or I would I would do it quietly but I have a microphone so <laughs> <laughs> I might as well like yeah it's just it's not what um it's been a letdown since the first one for me so it's it's, it's kind of interesting I guess you you're I don't know maybe you're just uh less cynical than I am
0: I I would say uh, hey but, now, uh, hey now, I can cynic with anybody. No, no, I know, I know, but <laughs> I'm saying in <laughs>
1: in this in this circumstance, like it's, um, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm the curmudgeon, I guess.
3: Well, I didn't know what to expect, man, like going into this series, but after having seen the first episode and Omega is really that factor, right? That variable that set the tone to like a, dialed it down for me, not in the sense of quality or story or anything like that or love, but to this sense that okay this isn't necessarily the clone wars or rebels like this is its own thing and with them again the picture i find it's it's taken on a little more of a wholesome kid vibe maybe like maybe they figure younger they do have a younger target audience in this I don't know what it is to be honest, but uh, well, I, yes, I personally yeah, younger than
1: what younger than what the people who grew up on Clone Wars.
3: Yeah, comparatively, when they I, don't,
1: I wouldn't say so. I I don't I don't see how that is valid at all. I, I think I think that this is it's it's a continuation of the Clone Wars without the Jedi, and uh, I don't see how it's it's catering more towards children than let's say the, what the Clone Wars did. Other than like the last couple of episodes of season seven, which were like bonkers. Well, it's just with the kid in it, kids are able to relate to it more, I think, hmm. and
0: I
3: think they're they're playing on that
0: in a way. Well, any like but- any, any Star Wars animated stuff is always sort of aimed at that twelve year old. That's that's kind of the demographic, and it's got the stuff in it for the longtime fans as well. They're trying to hit different, you know, people across the spectrum of, of demographics. Yeah, I, I can guarantee. Uh,
1: without without a shadow of a doubt, that uh, they're they're definitely not writing this to appeal just twelve year olds. No, for no, sure. No, no, no. They're, they're, of course they're, not.
0: Of course, yeah. I think they're you know they're always trying to have their cake and eat it too.
1: Yeah, yeah. They want everything. They want like they want everyone to watch. And I, and I I think they did a great job with that first episode. And like, if you took the time to watch that episode, it's like. Oh, yeah, I'm in. I want to see what's what's happening. And uh, so, so they succeeded in that sense. But for me, I was just looking at, I was looking for something a little different uh, where we get to visit worlds uh, that we haven't seen before. Um, you know, maybe like meeting some secret cells that, you know, lead up to um the rebellion being created but but right now it just seems like it's a lot of this
0: i don't know well i think i I, I think part of that is the the byproduct of like we're at week five these episodes are 22 minutes come on and we're like it feels i know i know what you're saying carlos I, i feel it a bit too like Let's go. Can we please get on with this a little bit? Like, that's why I've kind of been hoping that this would have been created in a way where it's 40 minute episodes and we're done in eight weeks. And it feels like the story actually moves from week to week. Like this, it's moving, but it's going real slow at times.
3: Yeah. I have to say, like, I'm enjoying the slow burn personally. Like, I like the fact that they've, I wouldn't say they found a home, but they have found a uh, temporary accommodations. I mean, personally, for me, they had been nomadic long enough like they you know traveled done this and that raised the attention a bit they needed to settle down for a few minutes and this like she spelled like Sid spells out to them in this episode like I'm not only your only option like I'm your best option and they kind of like after weighing things like she's kind of right and I, I like that and this in this way she can also send them on these to these other places and you can still see these other planets so I'm liking the fact that, personally, again, we, we I think we have, what, 10 episodes left? It's quite a lot of 11. time to really build... 11. There you go. There's still a lot of time to build up to where we need to get to. And in the in-between, I'm okay with these little offshoot episodes, which are... Uh, we're not going to say, like, filler and all that crap, like we always say, but...
0: I don't know. like uh, I, I like the fact that no, they're we a bit they're situated. We, it's almost like a banned word. Don't call things filler.
3: Anyway, <laughs> they're, they're like... I like the fact that they're situated right now, especially again, I, with where they are Ord Mandel in in uh, particular, I think is really cool place to be chilling. Even like Omega said that too, But so I was like, isn't that like a really Tracer Raffo was like, it's not like a really like scummy place. And she's like,
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, go- going back to S- Sid at, you know, now that she's sort of their, their boss, like Rhea Perlman was just made for this role. I love it. She's, she is living her best Carla Tortelli life. Yeah, exactly. I, I would say <laughs> they wrote it exactly like, like like that, you know. Like the ar- burns, the zingers. Like I wonder, like when they were writing, they're like, "Man, we got to get Rio Perlman to like do Carla Tortelli, like, and and just write towards that because man, like the the burns and zingers and one liners. Like, hey, goggles, like shut up. This is my place. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I actually like her. I like her character.
1: Uh, it's uh that that for me is not is not the issue like do we have to see the martesis like the like do we have to like i mean do we have to no it
3: alluded uh, to something bigger
1: yeah okay do you want to you want to start getting to that or uh well, we'll, we'll we could wait a bit i, I think we could go through the episode a little bit but more it, there but
3: not only that like i know we're talking about bringing the galaxy into making it smaller and this and that but uh, kind of it also gives you an update on their characters as to where they stand right now in the galaxy. And just exactly like uh, Rafa says, you know, uh, everybody chooses a side at one point. And I thought that was really interesting.
0: Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, no, I think they're, they're they are they they take a lot of heat. And of course, as soon as they they came on screen, I, I laughed out loud. <laughs> and everybody, everybody, like the wife and the kids are kind of looking at me like, why am I laughing? And I just, my head immediately went to the comment section. Yeah, for sure. Like it must've been in full meltdown mode. And so I checked it out later and no, no doubt, no doubt about it. There's never been a bigger guarantee than people freaking out that the Martez sisters were back. And I, I'll never understand like the the consternation that people have for them. Like they're, I find their, their POV really valuable and insightful well, to the regular person. But I get your I point. Ju- like it could have been. Two other people carlos to give the same sort of
1: but but, but the thing is is that the marta uh, like the, the hate that they got in season seven like i remember that first episode i'm like okay where, where are they going with this and it's like then then when you see the arc and it's like okay i buy it like i i buy it i i accepted it and um it, it did a lot for ahsoka in in the in that in that moment now like what's the point of putting them in here like are, are they are they still working with Ahsoka or they are did they turn are they working with somebody who's against Ahsoka, like well, who do you so- think they were to- talking to?
0: Well, we'll get we'll save that for for the end. That's sort yeah, of let's... that's that's jumping the cart here or whatever the saying is. But yeah, no, I yeah no, it's, it's a that's a it's a fair question. Like why them? I uh, I don't know. I think I, it, for me it just it it brought some continuation from from the season 7 where you get to see just two regular people trying to hack it in this galaxy that is upside down. So, yeah, I w- I was ha- I was happy to see them, you know, and anything that will make my daughter sit up a little straighter when she's watching, I'm I'm in for that too. So, I'm I'm happy that they're that they're back in the mix a little bit. And they they are well, I get the names mixed up. Rafa's is the older one? Yeah. Yeah, she and she's a bit shady. Like she and she was she was a bit sketchy in that first or when we met her in season 7 like she she doesn't have much of a problem doing something underhanded if it's something that she needs to do to get by and uh, I feel that same kind of thing going on here but again we'll 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 come back to that later in the episode uh let's go back to closer to the start let's go let's talk about omega for a sec and just mm-hmm. you know where her progression is at and um You know, to wherever it's going. Like it's 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 starting to come into focus a little bit. I think because we we saw her with that light bow that she picked up. I love that thing, man. God, I love it. Yeah, it's a cool thing, but it totally doesn't suit her. At least not yet. Like it's it's huge. This ginormous thing, meant for an adult Sigerian thing. And here's this noodle arm. Yeah, that was (laughs) the best. Yeah, noodle arm child. But just to, to see
3: again, I didn't want to touch back on Sid for a second there. The way that she like took it out of her hands and just went pop, 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 that was cool, man.
0: Yeah, and you know that set up a very cool, you know, dichotomy of like strength versus focus kind of thing. Because you know, uh, Sid says, you know, you're weak. That's why you can't use this thing. And Echo says, no, you just got to drown out your distractions. As those are two very different things. And so there's, I like think a, it's a bit of both. <laughs> It's a bit of both, for sure. But, you know, one as a 12-year-old noodle-armed, like she's going to be able to develop one much easier than the other, I think. Especially given her other, you know, abilities that we've seen to this point. So there's there's something interesting going on there, and we can continue to make the point that it's, yeah, maybe it's pointing towards the Force, but... Well, that, well that's where we I was see. just going to kind of disagree with you there. Like,
3: in regards to the Force, like, I was almost going to say we can almost rule that out at this point. You think? Because she doesn't I, seem to have much natural ability when it comes to something like like that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, maybe her abilities are elsewhere. But I again, I'm are. not saying I'm not saying it's a force thing. I'm just saying I think they're trying to make us think that.
1: There's definitely something there. There's definitely something going on. I mean, they, they keep showing her doing these things. And a lot of times it's not in the presence of the bad batch uh it's a lot of you know uh like when a hunter got knocked out and and she found the uh the coil and um you know there's just okay yeah she kind of straightened the the bow out in front of rafa there at one point and she's like okay 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 like she kind of focused and and and, uh was able to to hang on to that thing and Mm -hmm. uh there, there there's ju- there's just I, I think they're 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 going to lean towards that and i think the greater story of of omega omega is like i i definitely ha- is going to have to play into um maybe palpatine and the for- force using somehow
0: feels like it right yeah it feels that, like that's... she's too important for, to just fade away
1: I, I would say so but I mean I've been wrong like every single day of my life about a thousand different things so uh, but that's just uh, what, what I'm feeling about it and I don't I, I like Omega like this is a car. this is a new character this is something that's completely different it's 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 not a a, a hashtag a Boba Fett it's not a, um, a hashtag not a hashtag I meant I meant a rehash Uh, 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 sunstroke sorry and uh, (laughs) um, yeah there's definitely something happening with her I just don't like the ancillary characters like being people we've seen before like take me somewhere else
0: yeah that's Uh, fair and and even to places you know that we've not been like fine okay let's go back to, to Corellia to fetch a tactical droid head all right you know, before they melt it down, because they have Intel and we know we need to know how to defeat clones. Great. And then you know, so there's there's you know, there's that kind of callback, and then the Martez sisters happen to be there because they're they're hunting for the same tactical droid for reasons. Is the bounty
1: hunter that Han runs into on Ord Mandel, is that Fennec Shand? <laughs> um Do we know? I that's never been to my knowledge, confirmed. Like there was a part of me that's like, oh, they're going to Corellia! Like we're gonna see Baby Han, like, or well, Little Han. Like it's pretty much ten years before Solo, right? So, uh, or the beginning of Solo, like when he's he just escapes Corellia.
0: Uh this is before. Th- I mean, this is, we're still, you know, a couple of months, a few weeks, whatever after Revenge of the Sith. This is
1: so yeah. So 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 the the, the first scene. In Solo, a Star Wars story, uh, takes place probably eight years before Battle of Yavin, right? So, like Han would be what?
0: Yeah, yeah you well, know? Han was eighteen when that in that when that movie first got So, so yeah, he, so that's way before. So, so eight, he'd be like baby Han, like
1: an eight-year-old Han. Yeah, he you be, know he'd be
0: quite. Yeah, he'd be very young here.
1: I, I I'm like. Like that's the thought that I that I'm like oh man like do we have to
0: like yeah it would have been like nothing to see like Han at his dad's side you know at at this droid factory flipping switches or something
1: or yeah whatever like you know I mean they 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 shoved Wedge in our face in Rebels like a a younger Wedge the Antilles
3: for the most part people I, I mean I'm part of that thing like. I like continuity like that. I like the thread. Sometimes it is a bit easy, I guess, to go there. But at the same time, it makes things connected. And, uh, you know, yes. for the most part, people people really go crazy for that. Not necessarily this time, but, you know, when you see, like, uh, I, I kind of was, I was really happy to see that they said Hera in Rogue One and see Chopper in that top left-hand corner. I thought yeah, that was really cool.
1: That's fine. That, but you were, you're talking, you like seeing the Easter eggs. Yeah. Okay, the Martez sister are not Easter eggs in this episode. No, but
3: it's still... Bringing them back didn't irk me, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I like it. It
1: doesn't... Again, irk, no, no, hold on, hold on. Like, individually, it doesn't irk me at all. It's It's because we have them... And then we have Bib Fortuna in the episode before. And we went to Ord Mandel. And now we're at Corellia. And its they're constantly doing it. They're falling back on the stuff that we've already seen and heard of.
0: What have what 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 they been calling like.
1: this? This is Star Wars soup. Star Wars soup. And it's like, yeah. Uh, you know, summertime. Give me a salad. You know? <laughs>
0: give me something else. <laughs> yeah like, like this you know speaking of the star wars soup you know here's here's a couple more characters you know and uh, th- this had solo vibes in it with the, the Corellia setting obviously and i felt yep. like there was like minds of kessel fetch quest vibes clearly attack yep. of the clones vibes with the droid factory yep so it, it's you know it's taking this ingredients and just saying all right this is an episode I, I, there's the episode I, I, and that and that said i i love the droid
1: factory scenes like I, I thought, they were really, really cool. Like there was like some tension there, and there was like, all right, cool. They're 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 reprogramming the head of the droid so that they can control the battle droids or the super, What are they? The super battle droids? The tactical droid. Uh, whatever. So, uh, yeah, they I I liked it. it. It was. It's just. It's it's all the. Yeah. Anyways, I, I'm not gonna beat a dead horse here, but like, I've already done that enough like it's just uh i i just hope that they can like turn the page a little and get us to a point where we're seeing new things
0: yeah, i want to no, see know new things mean. i i i yeah i i want to see new things like i feel like i'm constantly being winked at here yeah and oh okay that's all right but you're right like Carlos, I think you and I are are massively outnumbered in this fandom where people want everything connected and they want that. And I, you know, I want answers too, and I, I like connectivity too. But I think we are way outnumbered. You know, from that, you know, that request, like I, you and I want, by and large, fresh, new. Uh, you know, explore something different. I don't need the same faces coming back, the same places coming back. It's nice from time to time. I don't need a steady diet of it. I think we're so outnumbered there
1: yeah like i i want to be like take me elsewhere and and show me these people who are dealing with the empire their own way and explain why they didn't join the rebellion explain why we don't see them in the ot like make the universe bigger make it bigger and then explain why everybody shows up in episode nine like you know what i mean like where were all these people before? Like, we need to have that explanation, and maybe, maybe I'm just ahead of the curve. Maybe we're gonna see this eventually, and and then I'm just gonna have to shut up and say, you know what? They did it right. But like, I guess obviously it's just my opinion, but like, it, it's not more valid than anyone else's, or well, except Corey's. But like, <laughs> other than that, <laughs> everybody has the right to like what they like, and and like I said, there there are aspects of the show that I really do enjoy like obviously the animation is it's bar none like it's
0: top-notch it's it's
1: so yeah, good it's it's incredible and uh, I like the um I like what the what you know what they're doing with like echo and the, he's quickly becoming my favorite character
0: he's cool I like Echo you a know lot. I, the deep, the I never liked one. I
1: never liked him in the Clone Wars I never liked him in the Clone Wars because for me watching Clone Wars is like all these jerks turn like so I I never really felt close well except for Rex but like all the all these 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 guys end up becoming the bad guys so it's like I never really felt for them but like I guess this is the silver lining to this show for me is like you know what I kinda like them like I kinda I I like these guys I don't like I don't like Ricky but like (laughs) Come
0: you on, know. man! No, I just thought he's, he's just a bozo. I just hate bozos, dudes. Not for
4: long. I just hate...
0: He's done for, yeah, man. He... I mean, speaking of tension on Corellia and what they're doing with this, like he's done for. Yeah. Flip your egg yeah, timers. The, it's like the countdown is yeah. on for for a wrecker turning. Yeah, it's for, imminent.
3: Yeah, know, for sure. <laughs> imminent. Like they, but again, they've been hitting us over the head with this for forever now. But
0: they've been hitting him
1: over the head with it. You
0: mean?
3: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> repeatedly. But. <laughs> This time around, I think it almost, it almost sounded like it was backwards, but it sounded like he was saying good soldiers follow orders.
0: He did. Did you well, guys he, hear he that? Did, he didn't follow through the whole thing, but he said good soldiers. Like he, he yeah, it's, 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 well, it's, uh, it's waking up inside of him. He's, it's, it's happening. It,
1: it's like, it's like a, a, a member of the walking dead who gets bitten, but nobody knows. Yep. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. Perfect. Analogy. <laughs> and, and, you know. Hey, you know what? I almost put money again that we'd see Crosshair this week, but we didn't.
1: I like that they're holding
0: it back. I like that. When do we get Echo Echo Bad Batch Black Series Two? Jesus Christ, it's coming. Don't worry. But you know, and this is maybe too fine a point, but when they get to Corellia... okay, when you go back to the first episode, Crosshair's job is lookout, right? And he's he's sniping people from a distance. That's what he does. This episode as Wrecker is getting ready to turn. Hunter says, Wrecker, you're lookout. And like the 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 guy who was about to follow Crosshair down, you know, uh brain brain implant path is now in also inheriting his job as lookout. And I don't know if that's intentional, but I was like, Oh, that's weird. Like they're they're t- even giving I him like the that. same role. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's doing some cool things. Like I I like this um you know, um, actually, you know, before the other thought that I had with you know Crosshair and and uh, you know the Empire and th- their absence, like I'm I'm ready to see them come back, but I I wonder if you know their return is imminent and when Record turns, it's going to be in one of those shock moments where like somebody issues an order and Record just follows it, like an Imperial issues an order or Crosshair issues an order to his men. And Wrecker follows it by surprise. Yeah, I kind of see,
1: like, the 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 Bad Batch being surrounded and they're in, like, flying V formation with Wrecker at the front. And then all of a sudden he turns around and points at, at the members of the Bad Batch. Yeah, with those zombie dead eyes. Exactly. He already has one dead eye. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, okay it's gonna add drama and it's gonna be like okay now we have to save two of our guys like or they just don't
0: or they just don't
1: I think records thing is gonna fix itself with
3: one more extra bonk on the head you know what I mean
0: <laughs> or he cross, sacrifices cross. himself
1: like he fe- he feels that yeah, back, back to walking dead like Carl in the tunnel like oh I'm gonna turn then he just takes takes himself out and not make it that I don't, far I don't, I don't i don't think uh i don't think we're gonna get there it's a kid's show like he's he's not gonna commit suicide but like <laughs> it's it's still i don't know there, there, there's stuff that they could do with that and i want to see that
0: stuff we will so that that's coming yeah and you know one of the things and this is i guess it's a pretty grown-up theme talking about you know make, making it for kids but like the idea of like agency and personal choice independence and all that stuff and even like the slavery thread is is interesting yeah. you know when you consider and we didn't talk about this really last week but uh, omega's talking about oh what's slavery and echo describes what a slave is to her and she's like well wow, that sounds ridiculous and he's like yeah it is and he's pretty much describing the life of a clone <laughs> and i you know it's their they're property to somebody else meant for a specific purpose and it's wrong i don't even know if echo knows he's talking about himself and every other clone that's ever been made you know it it feels almost feel like he was reading from a dictionary and just had no idea like he just didn't see him talking about himself so i found that pretty interesting so yeah what this is what three episodes straight with no empire no crosshair so they're really building up the tension on that and uh yeah that was surprising to be honest not even like no touch base anything that, and and i you know i think now that you know that the deprivation of that is to you know when we finally do put everybody back in the pool together it's going to be that explosive moment where record also turns and we lose him at least for a spell i think that's i think that's kind of what we're going for here because you know if we had if we keep dipping our toes into the empire and, and that storyline maybe we start to get some insight on that but i think they want to slap us with that Anyway, we'll see. We'll see how much longer we have to go without, uh, you know, Tarkin and Rampart and Crosshair and all those elite clones or troopers, whatever they are. But yeah, onward. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, some of the. I guess the interesting thing coming into this episode is, you know, not only do we have to deal with and grapple with, you know, the, the reveal on the Fennec Sh- uh, Shan side of things, like who hired her, but now we've got this other shadow we figure to speculate over um, who are the Martez sisters working for you know we, we know yeah. it's we know it's a male and we know they're fighting the Empire and trying to help people and we also saw this person's you know right shoulder and that you know they appear to be wearing some kind of Jedi-esque cloak not that Jedi are the only people in the world that can wear cloaks but I'm sure you guys have thought about it we all have what do we got what are, what are we thinking here Corey
3: well, personally, I thought it was Ahsoka, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I kind of got Ahsoka vibes. Like, that's their one connection, like... Unless... Well, yeah, I don't think... Maybe Ahsoka's not back. You're right. God, I don't know. I, I honest... I thought it was them kind of, like, Ahsoka trying to get in the game with them. But you know what makes sense now that you've kind of changed my mind? Like, I automatically assumed it was Ahsoka, but maybe it's Rex. Maybe Ahsoka pointed her in Rex's
1: direction. Like, this guy is, like,
3: I don't know. I don't know well, if they, Rex had much to do with the genesis of the rebellion. She, you know, she,
1: she kind of, like she kind of talks about how these guys are. Oh, you guys are not like regular clones, like. But if if she's dealing with Rex, like he's not a regular clone, so like why would she be surprised? I, it's definitely not Rex, man. Like I don't, I
0: don't see how that could be Rex. And yeah, I don't. Th- I mean, it, they said it's a guy. Patch him through, I think is one of the words that they said. So it it, it kinda it rules out Ahsoka, although it makes it thing, right? Like she's Ahsoka's the only person of note that they know. Right? So it's like and and my daughter was like, It's Ahsoka, it's gonna be Ahsoka. Well, like, well no, they said it's a guy. So I don't I don't know. And and to me like that would be a really poor reveal. Like, anticlimactic. It would be so lackluster if it turned out to be Ahsoka. Like, just show her. We know they know her. But they just parted ways, like, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> before before this episode's events. Like, that's... You're not hiding anything. You're not surprising anything. Just show us. Like, you've already gotten... You got away with it in, what, 2017? when, Or whatever year it was when
2: uh,
0: Ahsoka was, was revealed as Fulcrum? You got away with it then. And it worked. It, do do it again now. Yeah,
1: and then we get her all. We get her in in Mandalorian. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like how many times are they gonna like show her from the back and like, well, or or just that, hint at her?
0: The great thing about the way they did it with Mando is that uh, Bo Katan. Remember in the episode previous, Bo Katan just said, "Go to uh, Planet X and you'll find Ahsoka Tano there." They didn't just yeah. say, like, oh, go to Planet X and you will find a Jedi. And I mean, no, no, no like, for
1: sure. She definitely names her. But but it, there's just, like, why why are you hiding the, like, like you said, there's, it's a couple of weeks since they left each other. You know, a month. Yeah, and, and
0: for us, it's been a year and change since Clone Wars Season 7, where we saw Ahsoka hanging out with the Martez sisters. Like, to me, that would just be, what a bummer of a reveal if that if that's what it's, it would make sense. But as a reveal, it's like, come on, you you can do better than this, or just don't just don't do it. Just just tell us, just show Ahsoka. I'd be much more excited if the episode ended on Ahsoka's face, and we're like, hey, cool, like she's back, and we're gonna get, at least get to visit with her here. Which you know we can debate the usefulness of that, you know, or again, Star Wars soup. But to hide her as a reveal, I would be so disappointed but then again in light of the uh the youtube clip that just came out that um uh, you know rick put in the, in the tumbling saber group ahsoka walking onto the bridge of the ghost g- giving a tactical droid head to the ghost crew that that that's kind of a fly in the ointment except yeah. of course the march has a saying patch him through but they don't have the droid head yeah
1: she, ha- she all. She has is the readings, the data like rod, that, the data rod. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what? The, the bad batch guys kept it, right? No. 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 Who? Who keep the the head? The head was lost. Yeah, what I think to the droid they, head? it got.
3: This, I think it got destroyed, and like they're saying that the Echo or Tech were able, was able to download the information. Prior.
0: Right. So yeah. So I, I guess Ahsoka got another head. Hmm. Oh, this is so confusing. But also, the, the sisters have uh, R7, right? Which is the droid that Rex had in Season 7 of Clone Wars. And, like... <laughs> did they meet up again at some point between Season 7 and this episode? Possibly, which then does make Rex a possibility. I, I'd say a low one, but you gotta put him on the list, I think.
3: I think so, too.
0: But... but
1: the The way she says, like, you know, that she ran into...
0: A rogue group of clones.
1: Yeah, a rogue group of, group of clones, and I know where they are, or I know where they're going, or whatever she said.
0: That line was so... I made note of that, too. Like, that line was so well delivered, because you don't know if she's talking to somebody with an axe to grind against clones, or could really use their help, but... yeah. And, or know, it, it's just her, well, it's her speech style too,
1: right? She's like super salty.
3: Yeah, it's it, it's 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 also basically it's big intel. That's who you. That's what they're really like getting at.
0: Well, yeah, and, and and is she is is Rafa ready to sort of sell out, sell them down the river?
1: That that's my first instinct was, or my first inkling was that that's Mall. Ooh. Like Maul somehow, like he escaped Mandalore, and this is before he he does the Crimson Dawn thing. Like maybe this is the beginning of his Crimson Dawn thing and kind of, you know, compromise them somehow and is making them work for him. Well, I think they, they kind of give you the
3: impression that these two are now, in a way, building up toward the. To the beginning of the rebellion it seems like they've chosen their side and they're they're fighting for something now that's what it looks like to
0: me like for to me like it's, it seems like whoever and malls malls a reach, but hell that w- wouldn't that be wild if it was him
3: i don't oh. think it is man i think that goes against like what they've learned from ahsoka and changing their character you know what i mean
0: yeah, but you know, with Rafa, I don't put much past her. Like, if if she's really bitter against the Jedi, and you know, Ahsoka Still, kind of brought yeah. her around, but she's not thrilled with the Jedi. No, for sure. And I think she would, you know, given the option of helping Jedi or helping other, I think she would choose other. If Rafa's making the decisions, which you know she may or may not be. But uh, no, that that would be interesting. I would love to see how Maul comes into contact with them because then it then that becomes like another one of those like and what mall just happens to come across the same two sisters that we know like that's that would be a weird thing could it be eh, it could be mall could it be saw Gerrera? and again it would make sense
1: i think that would make more sense and i, I wouldn't mind seeing that
3: yeah, but they've already revealed him in this series, and we've seen him. I said this, I was thinking the same thing too, but like...
0: But again, it's this thing of, why not just show him? We've seen him, why not just show him? Like, it's an, it's a poorly held back reveal. So I, I kind of, I put him on the list, because I think it's possible. But I ask again, like, why not just show him? They'd be a really, mm. to me, lame reveal if it turned out to be him. Hmm. I guess I, 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 but I still like it better than Ahsoka. Like, yeah, Ahsoka is just such a layup as, as a guess. It makes it, it's just such an easy reach from based on what we know, and just from a dramatic standpoint, like, oh, yeah, we know.
1: And, and there's continuity there, like to to have Saw because he because he was shown earlier.
0: He was and and, and th- he does the exact thing that that um trace and rafa talk about like trying fighting the empire helping people that's kind of what saw is doing at least from his point of view it'll be was- cool
3: if, if 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 ahsoka brought Rafa so far around that it, it's actually a surviving Jedi of order 66
0: there's another ball of wax that'd be oh boy I don't know Bail Organa. Yeah, true. That's one. I think it's another good bet. Probably, I think probably a good money bet too. Like if you were just looking to, uh, you know, a good value. Yeah, a good value bet is the way I'd put it. Like he's been plotting against the Empire since the beginning and he definitely wants to help people and make the galaxy a better place. So
1: who would be surprised? It it may have escaped me in the episode. Did they mention why they want the head of of the droid?
3: Just because of what it's able to do from a
0: processing
3: standpoint, like, yeah, it's able to like
0: the bad batch. want it because of the Intel it has on defeating clones.
1: Yeah, but that's what, what's it's, uh, it's Carla that wants it. Right. Yeah.
3: She probably has her own purpose for it, but what it is, it's just so valuable in the sense that like, it's able to, to learn and adapt, right. It's really, really different in smart technology, I guess.
1: No, but did they say why the Martez sisters want it?
3: For the same reason, most likely. Like when you, They give them the data rod with all the information on it, I guess. For me, it looks as if they're working. That, that, that was, to me, was the clue that they're working for the rebellion, in a sense. Or the beginning of the rebellion. Nowhere near the rebellion yet.
0: It's, yeah, it's possible. Uh, what do, we, do we think it could be bail? Does that make any sense? I, I mean, it definitely
1: makes sense. It's, um, yeah. yeah what, if it's, bet, what, it what if it's Dryden Voss? What if it's somebody cool? Like, I, I just don't see it being a, a bad guy. You don't at all? No. I see it being, uh, you, you think they were tele- trying to telegraph that so much as a misdirect?
3: It's possible, but, yeah. uh, I thought, to me it seems unlikely just the way that they've built up these characters to have them regress
0: well i don't know if it's so much a regression or so so much as like you know they're, they're desperate to sort of make ends meet and so they might be inclined yeah. to believe somebody who says i'm trying to help just come on let me grease the wheels here i'm, I'm helping the galaxy don't you see no like, it's but, like if maul if, if, if maul catches them and and has them dead rights they're gonna do what he asks <laughs> and look at the way Maul tried to butter up Ezra in Rebels. Like he, yeah, old Uncle Maul. Come on, I'm just trying to, you know, make my way.
3: I don't know. Just that that other uh, that comment that Rafa had made about choosing sides. It to me, it was basically she's not with the, the Empire, and it didn't really say to me that she was with uh, some mafioso gangsters. You know what I mean? It really, I really Ra- said you I know I'm, I'm fighting her- for a bigger cause now.
0: I didn't get that vibe at all. Really, I feel I feel like she's still f- choosing herself. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I yeah, I, I have a hard time believing that she's a full-on rebel at this point. I, I think the you know the, the ingredients are there to have her be a rebel. She'd be a, a great rebel. I just don't. I don't think she's there yet.
3: I thought it was really cool to see Trace's ship too, like running in like that.
0: Yeah, and just to add another strike against Rex, like. If if they stick to the story from the Ahsoka novel, like he's trying to lay low, and we and we I know we've seen the trailers, so we know Rex is in the show at some point. So maybe it's a moot point what I'm saying, but he's he's trying to, he's he's kind of faked his death and is just like hiding. So I don't I don't know you know, would uh, would the would the sisters have Rex on speed dial? I don't know. I don't know.
1: It's, anyways, you know what? I'm, I'm am i I'm like, I'm happy we were able to talk this through. I, I, feel a little bit better about it now. Oh, I've got another pick. Oh, it's ooh. an,
0: it's an off the board
1: pick. <laughs> I like these ones. Give me, the, give me the off the, off the board, baby. This is, this is way off on the board,
0: one. and I didn't see anybody talking about this. Not that I've spent a whole lot of time on social media. Very busy, enjoying the, the nice summer weather here, but. Um, and I'm interested to hear what you say, especially you Carlos, because of like the, the leanings that you you're having with the show of late. So this oh. will either make eyes roll or go oh, but I think maybe they're talking to Cham Sindula
2: hmm.
0: like he's a he's a freedom fighter, very much active in this time and you know after you know having read Lords of the Sith, this guy used a bunch of repurposed Separatist droids to attack and destroy a Star Destroyer that Vader and the Emperor were on. So, it would not shock me one bit if Syndulla wanted a tactical droid's brain so he could use it to command... Dr- maybe he's also got a, a a load of scavenged droids. You know, and maybe he wants more intel to learn how to defeat clones? I don't know. But there's a bunch of things here that fit Champ Syndulla. And Ahsoka could have put, I think she probably could have. She could have put Cham in touch with the Martez sisters for God knows what reason, but it could have happened.
3: Yeah. You know, what know. Else, Carl, you just got me thinking, because I thought you were baiting Carlos in this regard in the sense of, you know, I don't know if the timing and the age work so well, but how old would Cassie and Andor be at this point?
0: Tennis? Yeah. Yeah. But eh? the thing that gives me pause about Cham Syndulla is you know although he's you know he's very much about dismantling the empire he's he's mostly in it for Ryloth like it seems like he's just in it to free Ryloth and he's happy. So I don't know why Ahsoka would connect the Martes sisters to him, and I don't know I don't know that Ahsoka. Cham ever actually meet even though Ahsoka was in the clone wars arc where they liberate Ryloth from the uh, from the separatist blockade so I'm sure that you know maybe off screen they they met or something but wouldn't it be cool if in the finale of this this season there's an a, an epic battle with repurposed separatist droids under the command of, of champs and doula using Intel from a, from a, you know, recovered tactical droid. And so you got old trade federation, battle droids fighting new stormtroopers and clone troopers. And now we're che- cheering for the battle droids. I think that would be wild. And I'd be all for it. I'm there with you. you, you yeah. I, th- uh, I thought it
3: was weird when you saw the t- like the same thing, like the clones were saying, like uh, one of them was just like, I never thought I'd be like on their side or whatever
0: yeah and and I, yeah i think we can also add, you know that could be a bit of foreshadowing for us like i never thought i'd be cheering for a battle droid you know like,
3: well i want to go with the opposite of what carlos had mentioned something earlier about really not connecting to the clones so much the sense that he knew they all turned eventually i knew that was the case too but god damn i love some of them a lot man like i thought they were really cool and then having them turn like this was like a bit of a heartbreaker, man. Like now it's like, it's true. They're like, Oh, like the bad batch makes
0: them look like a bunch of like, I don't know. Just punk jocks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, thinking of Carlos's comment in our Facebook group about, you know, like all roads lead to Ahsoka and Hera, which Ahsoka for sure. Like everything kind of, she, she is like the core of, of this. Ahsoka is the face of new star Wars at least for now. Yeah. Yeah. For, you know, in this era, she she is almost at the center of everything. Yep. Yeah. But if, you know, if if and plays into this, we're going to get like a 12-year-old Hera as well. And you're going to see I, a, And I,
1: like, I I'm I'm there fourth. I am all their fourth.
3: Yeah, dude, I called this a couple of weeks ago.
1: Yeah, well, you kind of said that, like, yeah, eventually, like, uh, Kanan is gonna like have
3: the. No, ship. no, no! It had to do exactly with Cham coming into this, and then if we see Cham, we're definitely getting a hero.
0: Yeah, sure. You'll, you'll see. You'll see a. a I think shinier... Nathan
1: said it first. You're such Lies. a
0: jerk, story Nice. <laughs> you will see a little sh- slightly less grumpy uh, chopper. Yeah, it's
3: true. Uh, that's what that. That's also what I had mentioned imagine that yeah you did say that that's
0: true but because that's it repaired him and and yet, you know what i i've i always forget the things we talk about but i think cham is a <laughs> that's <a>, uh <laughs> i think that's a, a good dark horse pick i'm sticking with i'm I going like down with one, the ship dude. on this one i'm going down with the ship um all right wrapping it up i had fun with the episode I, you know, I, I want this thing to get moving a little quicker. It's Like eleven, eleven more weeks of this. Sure, I'll take Star Wars as long as you want to give it to me. But it's a little torturous. <laughs> but I did. You know what? I loved the the humor in this episode. But you know, between the, uh, you know, like the, the Carla Tortelli of it all, there was like you know the echo gag. Is there Ooh. an echo in here? Yes. Yeah, that was so good. <laughs> that made me laugh. And, you know, yeah, the, me too. The, I laughed out <laughs> loud the battle droids sort of waking up and did we win <laughs> they're so stupid <laughs> so uh yeah we'll, we'll be there we go you know what we got uh we got a good 40 minutes out of that 22 minute episode <laughs> there you go look at us and then people will say
1: well how do you talk about star wars every week oh hey, just listen.
0: watch just listen okay yeah just just give it a chance we'll talk your ear off uh, okay. Uh, lastly, here this week, um, you know, I, I feel bad for Corey. <laughs> you never want to be the guy who has to follow up a you know a, a, follow up a killer performance, but uh, Corey, you are in that unenviable place, man. You got to follow up Jared's Would You Rather from last week with uh, with one of your own, and that's uh, that's a tough act to follow. Like you remember, you guys remember Lola Palooza '94?
1: Oh man! Wow. Remember the
0: headliners. Pearl Jam, Soundgarden. No, that that was. I think that was ninety two or ninety three. Ninety four was Beastie Boys and Smashing Pumpkins. And really? Yeah. Pumpkins were the closer of that tour, but the Beastie Boys stole the show. Like yeah. they they were out there, uh, you know, doing like. Ill Communication was just brand new. Sabotage, sure shot. That album is just mind-blowingly good. And this, you know, the, the the pumpkins were sort of on the tail end of Siamese Dream, which is one of my favorite albums ever. But they got shown up hard by the Beastie Boys. So that's kind of what you're doing this week, Corey. Or you know, the other one, the other analogy. If, if any music guest that shows up on on the Late Show with Jimmy Fallon, and you just look across the studio, and there are the Roots. Yeah. <laughs> just Ah, like, oh, damn it these people get to listen to the roots play all night long. I'm going to come in here and stink up the joint. Like that's, that's the act that you have to follow. Corey, Jared is the roots and you are not, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) I do want, I'm I'm curious. I you've had, so you've had some time to to craft a would you rather for us? So I'm going to shut up and let you uh, lay it out for us.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm definitely not trying to torture you guys like as much as last week or anything like that. And I'm definitely not going that deep in the sense of making it, to be honest, I, I'm trying to scratch my own curiosity, so it's not going to be exactly a huge mind bender. Maybe it will be for some, but to me, it's uh, it's I'm not sure my answer still either. I'll put it that way. But it's not one that will tear your soul out. <laughs> Let's put it that way. It's not the the succubus of would you rather's. Okay, so here it goes. The would you rather is, you know. Everything that we've indulged in Star Wars since uh, Disney has bought Lucasfilm. So this period between 2012 till now, 2021. We're going to take that period and throw it away. We're going to give you a different scenario where Disney buys Lucasfilm the same year of 2012. However, George Lucas has a... like His stipulation in buying it is, I will do the trilogy, the next sequel trilogy myself. So, my question to you is Would you rather have the Star Wars we have now, the sequel trilogy, or would you rather have the Star Wars that George Lucas would have crafted? But the caveat is you still get Solo, Rogue One, Rebels, Clone Wars Season 7, and Bad Batch and uh, Mando. All that is also uh, with the Disney streaming service has come out now. But you haven't seen the sequel trilogy since, you know, you've heard about it maybe for the past like five, six, seven years, whatever. But 2022 is the date it's coming out. George Lucas's uh, trilogy. Now, would you rather trade what you have available to you now, the whole library with the sequel trilogy and everything that we have available? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Or would you...
0: Are you saying that Clone Wars, Mando... Rebels stay re- regardless. Yeah. Okay. So you're basically asking, would you rather keep the sequel trilogy or let George do it again? Exactly. Or but there's that caveat of
3: it. It comes out in 2022. We know that the Disney bought Lucasfilm in 2012, but George Lucas is like the con. Like the deal is, I'm going to wait 10 years to build the hype up behind this thing, and I'm going to do my vision. And there's like. It's all him. It's all George. Basically, it's as if it's as if he he owns Lucasfilm again for that one trilogy.
1: Yeah, so so Disney buys Lucasfilm and they produce Rebels. They produce Rogue One. They produce Solo, a Star Wars story. They produce season seven of the Clone Wars and Mandalorian. Yeah, and the Bad Batch And, and, and and the Bad Batch and then next year we get
0: episode seven. Exactly. I would have liked that more. Yeah. Give me that all day. Give me George Lucas sequel trilogy and all the stuff that's in between that we are allowed to keep. Question. Is George
1: director of those movies or is he just the writer? He's uh, directing the
3: first one and he's going to oversee production of all the others, you know, but he's the pure writer. He's written. It's his story.
1: It's his story. So he has seven, eight, nine written out. Yeah, and and then he hands the football over to whoever it may be for episode eight and nine. Yeah, that's it. But he's like he's still
0: there, like pretty very much a, a backseat driver. Like he was in the like like he was in the OT. Mm-hmm. He only directed one, but he was the guiding force yeah, across the board. Exactly.
1: You made this very easy, Corey. Like this well, you is, got you got yeah, to take is, in into consideration, simple. man. Like there's a lot of things,
0: like
3: the memories that we've shared gone, the podcast possibly gone. But I love the main factor for me is I wanted to see George's vision originally, but it's also that uh, that long wait, you know what I mean. And I'm also curious to see, like, uh, I'm not so much an opinion on the sequel trilogy, but you know, some people be like, "Oh no, I'm taking that to the grave with me. Don't don't touch my sequel trilogy," you know. And that's fine, uh, you
0: know, a, a generation of kids this is their Star Wars intro and they love it and they will love it forever and great and, but you're asking me and Carlos and anybody who's listening would you trade them for Lucas's vision and my answer is yes in a heartbeat so, you know we sat at you know a year ago yeah, but how would you have said, said would like, you have
3: said that in 2012 you have to wait ten years oh, for another trilogy
0: well if, okay and uh, how am I supposed to answer that it's nine years ago if you say, if, yeah, I mean now no, you're looking
3: okay. back at it like you got to be able to put yourself in that Mindset, you know what I mean? Like, you've had nine years
1: ago. Nine years ago, I would have said, Give it to me now, give it to me now, give it to me now. I want it now. But now that all that time has passed and it's coming next year, yeah, I'm gonna make that trade. If you tell me, No, uh, so today is it's 2021, you have to wait 10 years to get the sequel trilogy, then it makes it a more difficult situation, difficult decision for me because.
0: Yeah, that's, that's certainly hard. Yeah, that's 20 hard. years, if, though. If like, I'm trying me, to make it plausible. You know, in, 2012, in 2012, if you'd said, listen, you can have these movies starting in 2015, but J.J. Abrams is going to do it, or you can have it in 2021 when George finally gets around to doing it his way, I would have said, give me J.J. I'm pretty sure I would have said, give me J.J. Uh, I, you know, I feel like George has had his say on mm. Star Wars, and let him go. Let him go. Just give me, give me new Star Wars now. It's J.J. Abrams. Come on, man. Oh, dude, I w- I, w- I was opposite there. I, I w- if you tell me for sure, J- it's
1: J.J.'s stuff. I'd be like, ooh, let me wait. I saw Lost. <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me, uh, let me wait for George. If you tell me it's anybody else, and or they don't even tell you who the director is, then at that point, that makes the decision harder because, yeah, I, I, I could pretty much guarantee that back then, I would have said, give it to me right away. Just because I wanted it. But if you're coming to me today and saying it's coming next year, yeah, man, I make that switch every day of the week. If you tell me it you have to wait another 10 years, then it becomes a different situation. See, I've taken that when when I thought about the question, like I took it into consideration of
3: you know, knowing back in the day, like what would I rather? And even if it was 2012 and they're like, they gave me that option of You know, JJ or or George. Ten years later, I would have waited for George, hundred percent. Just a because, yeah. You know, I would have been scared to die, but it's that wait, that Star Wars wait. We would have had ten years to just simmer and reach this fever pitch. Like God, building up to the the building up to the prequels was really really something, but building up to. Yeah, building up to the prequels was absolutely incredible. Building it up was, was a
1: five-year thing, though. Now you're yeah, asking, huge. 10.
3: yeah, that's it. Uh, it would be crazy, man. Like the 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 hype surrounding it would be
0: absolutely amazing. Well, and we we would have those things like Clone Wars and, and Rebels, and there'd be things to chew on to exactly. Us. So that I think that weight would be far less painful. The thing I keep coming back to, which it would, would make this, you know. The, the decision easier for me is again last summer we sat down and said like what does the prequel or the sequels add to the overall saga like are they necessary are they a necessary addition to the Skywalker saga and to a man we were all like nah like i don't think they make the saga better and i still feel that way in fact in, in the in the year in, since we had that chat the sequels as a trilogy as a whole is kind of sunk for me and i don't like to rank things it's all kind of the same story but yeah the lucas movies are kind of are are the ones i keep defaulting to and the sequel ones there's things i absolutely adore about Mm -hmm. them but as a group of three and as a a piece of nine I, i i i fail to see what they're adding to the saga really and so I would definitely, uh, you know, given the, you know, asking me now, I'll take the mulligan. <laughs> I'll let Lucas take a stab at it because I'm sure at that point, at least, it would have been coherent. And, and by the end of it, you would say, oh, cool, this is, this, this is how it makes Star Wars better and, and why these seven, eight, nine are necessary now.
1: Hold on. Do you still choose George's vision... If Paul Dameron still says somehow Palpatine returned. Bam it. Then.
0: No. I'll take it because the meme is funny. Just the meme is is, is glorious. Disgusting. (laughs) Oscar Isaac's face with like the face. palm. Oh man. Yeah. No, there, there are, there is a way to make this a hard question. You know, Asking it in 2012, exactly. Instead. Like, wait, wait for wait ten years for George or get something somebody else to do it. in Well, three you got
3: to be able to be honest with yourself, is what I'm saying, and put yourself in that position.
0: I uh, no, I think I think being honest with myself in 2012, I'd have been like, yeah, George, is, George is done with Star Wars. Like, he had his say. I think it's time for George to pass the torch. I want Star Wars in 2015. Give it to me. I think that's probably yeah. What back I then, said. I probably would have said the asking same thing. me now. Yeah. Yeah, Ask me now; it's no question. I will, i I'll, I would take the mulligan. I think the sequels could have and should have stood for more in terms of its overall impact on the saga. The, pro, the they just feel they, they still feel tacked on. You know.
1: It. You know what would have been in hindsight that might have been better uh, with Carrie passing away in 2015 or 2016. It was 2016 like okay it sucks that she wouldn't have been in in the in the the trilogy at all but you're not having to adjust midway it might have
3: changed the whole timeline too though
0: you don't know she might still be alive no no but just like what like what would george do right like if he loses carrie fisher like how would that change his plans? And that and, and what how would that just change your your opinion in any way? Like okay, if you, you know, in in twenty twelve, you already know that some of these actors are starting to age. That's it. He probably wouldn't and have. So when you say I'll wait, I'll wait ten years for George to get around to it, you also take the risk that these guys are going to age another another decade. But it also they're... gives
1: the writer the opportunity to, not. Hang everything on the back of Luke Skywalker. That's it. Oh,
0: for that sure. That was
3: the big. That well, was the big it, issue with with the sequel trilogy, man. Like that's how why I think personally that Ryan wrote him in perfectly. Dude, the scru-
0: the,
1: the, the the crawl for the first movie is Luke Skywalker has vanished. Like it, it's he's definitely he was hanging all of it on Luke. Like so. Yeah, we could have used a different approach there. I think. Well, that's it. Like, I and
3: I think George Lucas would have went that route. From what I've like heard, anyhow, like, yes, these main characters would have still been involved, but we would have been going with a, a new generation.
0: Yeah, like the thing, a lot about Luke, you know, that we saw in in this trilogy is based on what we what we know of, of Lucas's ideas of Luke. Like he was. In exile. He was a Colonel Kurtz, kind of gone mad a bit. So what we saw in, in episode eight is not out of line with what, what George Lucas was going to do, at least in part, with Luke. And, and Nathan and I did a I think a great episode of Luminous Beings saying, like, should this should should Star Wars have come back but skipped over these heroes and gone into the past or into the future and just Leave the Skywalker's alone and just kick off your new era, and you know it's a
3: hard question, especially from a an investor standpoint.
0: Well, and that's part of it. They never would have gotten away with it, never, never, never. In a million years, you could never convince me that Disney and Lucasfilm could have launched Star Wars and said, "And we're doing it, and it's a new era of Star Wars," and like people would have been like, "Wait." Wait a second. You've got Mark, Carey and Harrison right there, and you're not doing new movies with them? Are you insane? They would have eaten all kinds of shit for that, endlessly. Especially if the movies, you know, fandom being what it is, they would have destroyed those movies and say, you didn't bother to include Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, and Princess Leia. You idiots. They never would have gotten away with it. Even though I think I almost would have preferred especially now certainly in hindsight i i feel stronger about that that you know something something new off the hop would have been a better approach see
1: like i'm 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 iffy about this whole thing because i know that harrison ford didn't even want to come back uh for jedi and oh. and wanted to be sacrificed in jedi uh return of the jedi i mean and but then you see him in episode seven. And that's one of the one of the best feel good moments of the sequel trilogy for me. Is true, we were home? Like I still yeah. get shivers and chills thinking about that. So it's like, yeah, okay, it hit the nostalgia button in the perfect way. And we might not get that with the George thing. And it's like, okay, but maybe we'll get different stuff. But I think I can give. And I've been super hard on George Lucas as a director, but as a writer, like if, if he had 10 years to, to come up with a story that would, would be 30 years down the line, where you're not hanging everything on Han, Luke, and Leia, I trust him to know what's going on in the galaxy. Like I trust him to come up with something better than the First Order. Like the first order is like if you think about it, it's kind of just low-hanging oh, fruit, it's the empire. It's stupid.
3: It's, it's the empire. Yeah, the empire it's, basically <laughs> never went
1: away. And they were but just but hiding. Yeah, but just just call it like oh, okay. So the republic is six planets, and the first order is what exactly? Like who who are you controlling? I'm now okay. Oh, you're destroying the republic, but do you still control the galaxy? not really like so th- that that whole thing was that whole jj treatment like he he got a lot of a lot of stuff right especially like in the film making uh part of it uh mm-hmm. and and hitting on some of that nostalgia stuff and some some of the action scenes like i, I to this day i that uh, the Falcon being chased by two Tie Fighters in that uh, in that uh, the Star Destroyer, the scrap yeah, the, in that 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 down Star Destroyer is like some of the best Star Wars I, I've I've seen, and it's I, I give a hundred percent credit to that, you know, like, um, but at the same time, you know.
0: There's a vacuum, I think, at the core yeah. of the movie. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> or at the core of the trilogy, I think. And
1: just relying on on the Star Killer base and ah, uh, just
0: whatever, man. Well, I think you know one of the one of the things that, and I don't want to do a tap dance on the sequels all night, but it you know it it, JJ I think made a mistake in wiping out the entire Senate and all the like. There's all there's a lot of interest in that and. That was all gone. Yeah. And so you know But that was a backhanded slap line,
1: at uh you know the the republics in turmoil, disputes about trade routes. Like the, he he kind of wanted to eliminate that completely.
0: Yeah, like JJ's an OT purist, and politics were not really something he wanted to see in Star Wars. It's about the action and the adventure of it all. But it's, it's but it is okay, about politics. If you don't accept that it's
1: about politics, then you don't accept that the rebellion is trying to fight for freedom. No, you you can't, you you, you can't take one away and, and, and keep the other. Like it's, it's short sighted to, to, to just say, Oh, we're going to get rid of that. All that politics talk, but, but you're still fighting for your freedom. Taxation without representation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're still fighting an, you know, an an oppressive regime, all that stuff. But, That was all wiped out. And then with nothing to work with from that end, Ryan kind of drew everything in and made it about Rey and Kylo, which again is a a valid take to make some sort of like really intense and and personal drama out of Star Wars. But that like, that was the pivotal movie and it was about these basically about these two. And then by episode nine, it's like, okay, I guess I got to carry through with that. And there's still nothing to do in the wider scheme of things. Except bring in like get Lando to bring in all of these ships. That's it. So there's a lot of there's there's a big hole in the middle of the sequel trilogy where like the galaxy is just it's just a nothing place to me at this point. Nobody's in charge. What's life like? Who's who's running the show? No idea, and we're never probably never gonna find out.
1: Yeah, it's 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 bad, man. Well, it's not bad. Look, I, I like the movies, but like. The Last Jedi. Uh, I mean, thank God for the Last Jedi. Jo- my goodness, like just that—that that, the ending of that movie, the crate, the Battle of Crate it was just Battle of Crate is oh super. my god! It's Oof.
4: just so Oof. on
1: every level. Like everything about that, like even the humor, you know, like lifting rocks, like even that aspect of it. But then you get to. Yeah, you get the darkness from from the rise of Skywalker and it's like it's cool and okay, well, I guess we have to accept the Palpatines there. But then you look at his power set at the end of the movie and it's like how
0: do you lose? How did you ever lose? <laughs> yeah. Well, like hey, the callback to the beginning of the episode. You had two death stars and a star killer and you you got nothing out of them. You got 4 days of service out of all three all three
1: of those bases. That's terrible it's so bad like is, he can literally like from from the planet can make all those ships fall out of the atmosphere he could do that he could change wardrobes magically like
0: ah yeah. mm-hmm. it,
1: it, uh, man it's it i'm not gonna
0: say it ruins because but. he couldn't stop he lost because he couldn't stop shooting lightning
1: yeah, well, he's power hungry. Like I get that aspect of it. I mean, that's like Vader's... That's just like, oh, why didn't Vader steal the data tape? It's because Vader's Vader. He's a freaking moron who's bloodthirsty. Like, that's <laughs> what he is. <laughs> well, why didn't he stop when he, he is? started peeling off his face? Yeah. The, the, oh. yeah. Ouch,
0: ouch, ouch. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Stop. Well, What's happening? Like,
1: I guess it's like picking up a power line, and then once your hand's around, you can't let go. Oh, it's a
3: circular. Yeah. Okay, it's over. It's a, it's a chain. Yeah, it's a closed it's a, circuit. There you go. So sorry. See,
1: I, I just helped. <laughs> I just helped. I just helped explain away uh, a terrible flaw from the movie uh, by using science.
3: It's a but, Palpatine's closed circuit episode nine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I mean it's all fun, you know. It's like, but what I've liked, I I want, I wanted a cohesive story and it comes back to the Bad Batch again. Like, give me like a cohesive story about these people without having to make them important because they know other people we know. Like I we'll that, get there. We'll get there. Okay. Fine. Hey, you know what? Uh I'll give it to you. How about yeah. that? I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. I'm not gonna stop watching. There you go.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll see I mean it, any show in this era, Andor's gonna do it. It's gonna point to the rebellion. Bad Batch is probably going to point to Rebellion. It's it it just you know that's that's what it is. It's you know that's what. how many books do you think
1: from from the High Republic are they going to go before they give us a different medium like be it a show or a movie. We're like five years out from that right.
0: A High Republic based show Show or movie. I don't know. I don't know that they're going to do it. Well accolade though is something that's well, what something I, I thought I had coming out of the episode last week that I recorded with Nathan and Marie is I, I think this is like it's an initiative. It's in place for a specific purpose for a specific amount of time. And, you know, it, the way it came together is that I don't know what they're going to do with the main Star Wars title. I think it's kind of going to be going to be done for very soon. And I think High Republic is there to pick up the slack from it. And when that runs out, there will be another initiative similar to the High Republic, but in another part of the timeline that they will then unpack. And I think that might be Star Wars' path forward for the next decade, is just to set us up in different eras. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever see High Republic explored on screen. I I hope so. You know what
1: I love about the High Republic? Other than Yoda being around in the timeline, like... It's all new characters. It's I. I there, there, there's something so attractive uh, about that. Yeah, I don't know. I and it's, Acolyte is further back, right? Than the High Republic. Like it, it, it goes further back than the High Republic. I don't Republic.
0: think so. No, it it no, it comes forward. It's, it's it. The Acolyte is branded as sort of. Um, the the waning days of the high republic era.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So it's pretty much it's pretty much uh plagues.
0: It could, yeah, it could be yeah. sort of almost like uh the, the handoff show to the sort of the the Repu- republic era from the okay, prequels. Okay, cool, cool. We'll I thought I thought it was case, further but...
1: back, but I guess they're 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 holding that for Knights of the old republic probably.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I think so. Well, there we have it. That turned out to be a pretty good conversation. I thought it was going to be a simple two-minute job. Corey, good job. Man. Nice.
1: I still think George's. I still think George's.
3: <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Like I, I'm really able to be empathetic in a way. And even back in 2012, I always said, "Give me, give me that 10-year wait, George."
1: Yeah, because it was done yeah, right. Like I, 2005. It was done. We we're just getting shows and stuff, and it's like, oh, we're gonna get movies uh it's gonna take 10 years we're gonna get movies but before that we're gonna get a couple of spin-offs like rogue one and solo and we're gonna get a couple of more animated shows it's like yeah
3: okay i'll take that that was see that would be a, the the proper build-up like instead of jumping into something where you had no story and just kind of like hodgepodge together as
1: you went <laughs> luke skywalker has vanished somehow palpatine returned tag next <laughs> oh palpatine- Kill Snoke.
3: I don't know what to do. Princess Leia passed away.
0: <laughs> you, you know when you line them up like that, it's 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 a, it's amazing that they didn't end up being more of a mess. Well,
3: didn't you hear? I just read the other day that Mike Zero was saying that they're starting, they're scratching the entire sequel trilogy and
1: starting anew.
0: Oh, oh, Mike yeah, Zero said yeah. that. You say. Oh, wow, like, wow, and that he's a heavy hitter, oh, boy. <laughs>
1: Mike Zero is my yeah. hero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're scratching the
3: whole thing, guys. Yeah. Just whoop. Did it never existed? Anyone just pr- turn your yeah, heads? Yeah, we pretend. spent a couple
0: billion dollars on theme parks heavily centered around these nope. sequel trilogy Move characters. New theme parks, but we're, no. Just
3: pretend like it never happened. It's kind of a bit of a big ask, but you know, I think people are okay with it.
1: Yeah, you are a bit of a big <laughs> ass. <laughs>
0: Well, folks, I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, I've had enough. Yeah. Well, I'm done.
1: I want to go eat a sandwich.
0: <laughs> you go do that.
1: I need to moisturize.
0: Okay, so... <laughs> that, there you go. That's that's a thing to do at night. Um, that's it for everybody for this week. If you want to catch up with us, you can, uh, you can find us all in the Tumbling Saber Facebook group, which, of course, you can come and join us and hang out there and geek out about Star Wars all week long. And if you also want to send us your your would-you-rathers or general questions uh, that will be definitely featured on an upcoming episode, you can send those to tumblingsaber at gmail.com, and we will definitely be happy to read those out. Uh, but until we get there, guys, uh, Carlos, where can people contact you on social media if they are so inclined?
1: You can uh, find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at C music or at carloscandido.com. Uh, or uh, on Facebook, uh, just search Cardos Candido Music on uh, on Facebook and like my Facebook page. Uh, yeah, uh, check out my uh, my Patreon. Uh, we're getting into uh, uh, producing a, a bit more content and dropping pictures and videos and stuff. Uh, so go to Cardos Creates on Patreon and uh, choose a tier, three, five, or ten bucks and um, uh, help me... Uh, Produce this uh, this this new album and uh, you know join the, the whole process and see how how making an album can turn someone's hair whiter. It's fun. It's good times.
0: <laughs> how about you, Corey? Where can people find you on social media? Where you will definitely not. Contact well, the
3: them. the best way to contact me as I always say is either. Well facebook or twitter but always in my dms on twitter you can find me at chop rules with a z baby haven't said that in a while it's always been said so yeah chop rules with the z on twitter again very active in my dms uh you can tag me in anything i'll try and respond but if not find us in our closed comfy facebook group that's nice and private where you can totally fully geek out uh yeah take it away kyle
0: Well, there's nothing left to take away. So, uh, yeah, if you want to find me, I am at Tumbling Saber on Facebook and on Twitter. You can find me in either of those places, and I'll be happy to connect with you there and talk about all kinds of geek fun. Uh, So, yeah, check it out. Um, But that that is going to do it for this week, everybody. Thank you once again for spending your time with us. Uh, And until next week, everybody, stay safe, and may the Force be with you.
4: Sitting here for hours, looking at that child is getting wider like a mirror to myself struggle for the answers questions frighten me circles getting wider it's harder just to see